such a beautiful sound. Welcome back to Dirt Tracks and Rear Bracks, episode 110. Me and Bunner here, as always, holding the fort down. Got a special guest for everybody today. Driver of the Wing Shoebrooks A79 car and the DGRD number 6, 7TW for the Knoxville Raceway Sprint Cars out of Fairmont, Indiana, Brandon Wimmer. Brandon Wimmer in the house. Well, on the phone at his house. <laughs> Joining us. How's it going, Brandon? Good, good. Thanks for having me on, guys. Oh, yeah, coming off of a nice little weekend out in Iowa. Yeah, I went out and uh, ran with the IRA Series at 34 Raceway in Burlington, Iowa. Ran second to Aaron Reitzel there. Probably should have won, but one of those deals. And then uh, went to Knoxville for their season finale Saturday and uh, started 16th and ran 9th. So the last month really has been pretty good for me. It's been a a good August and uh, had a really good Nationals, and I can't complain. Hell yeah, so you're, you're back in the, uh, well, it's the six car, but you had that uh, Eagle, the Eagle 7 car there for the Nationals. That's a pretty sweet-looking ride you had. Yeah, so that's, um, it's all owned by Dennis Ganey, Team DGRD. Uh, they, long story short, I ran the six car all year at Knoxville, or not all year, but hit and miss at Knoxville with Dennis. And then um, the 7TW was a family car from my grandfather owned with Bob Kramer back in the 90s, and it was on the World of Outlaw Tour. And he was, Dennis was able to go um, talk to J.D. Kramer, and he helped work out a deal to bring Gold Eagle back for the week um, and bring the 7TW car back for the week as a throwback. And uh, for me, it was pretty special, a lot of great memories. My childhood was growing up with that car. So uh, it was pretty neat, and I knew nothing about it until no. I showed up showed up Sunday before Nationals. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty sweet right there. Yeah, definitely an yeah. iconic car. Uh, Jeff Swindell ran it and um, probably a few other guys I can't think of right now, but um, good-looking car for sure. Yeah, yeah so my, uh, my grandfather started out actually in non-wing. I think it was Rick Unger posted a picture during Nationals of him in uh, the non-wing car in the – late 80s uh, and then he kind of i think with help with joe gertie and gertie engines they switched to wing racing and uh, won an all-star championship in the late 80s and then went on the world of outlaw tour uh, with bob kramer and my grandfather tom wimmer teamed up uh, all through the 90s had a car on the world of outlaw tour i think 95 there was three cars you had 7tw with jeff swindell 8tw with Greg Hodnett and the 9TW with Joe Gertie. So that's my memories as a child growing up, and it was pretty neat to be able to bring that car back with and have Gold Eagle support behind it at the same time for Nationals this year. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And you've been I'm sure you've been selling a lot of T-shirts from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we uh, Dennis did it right. I mean, he, he went back and got an actual T-shirt design of Jeff Swindell from that same year. And uh, we just changed my name but and changed a few of the sponsors for Dennis's sponsors on the car. But, I mean, it was an exact copy of the shirt from the 90s. Uh, it sold out, like, by, I think, Thursday night, Friday, they were sold out. So we had to do online sales um, here the last month to try to fill the orders and uh, make everybody happy, which that <laughs> the support was amazing. I think 
when we released the press release on Twitter alone, it had almost I want to say sixty thousand views. So Dang. it brought a lot brought a lot of attention and was pretty special week. Yeah, and you uh, unveiled the car there. I know you said you had a they had the taco taco bar and all that. Was it on Tuesday? You guys said the open house. Yeah, yeah, we did Tuesday before national started. We had an open house at the shop, which is in Knoxville. Um, and then we had a yeah, taco bar for everybody that came. I'd say we had 100 to 150 people show up, which was yeah. better than we thought. I mean, not not everybody's in town yet on Tuesday. So had a really good showing. And uh, Dennis also had Clint Garner running one of his other cars. And uh, so we revealed both of them and uh, had a great turnout for it. Oh, yeah, Clint's was another good-looking car as well. That with that uh, those fly- biscuits flyers on there. Yeah, it was, uh, I think he worked all summer on. I knew about that one. I think he worked <laughs> all summer on that, trying to get the chrome vinyl to look right with once they printed on it. So, yeah. Dennis um, has a design deal he does on the side where he designs race cars, shirts, anything, and yeah, he, uh, he he puts a lot of effort and time and money into the designs of the cars that I drive that I get to drive and uh and I actually thought it early in the year that I was going to drive the the chrome vinyl car until I showed up Sunday and <laughs> there was the gold eagle 7TW car so it was pretty special oh yeah and you weren't too mad about that though so that's all good <laughs> no no that's like you said that's my childhood growing up so it was pretty special to to be able to bring that back and then the, just the reception and the feedback we got from it was amazing. Um, I mean, there it just all week long. I between PR stuff for it um, at the raceway, at the shop. Um, I did some stuff over the phone. It was it was a big week, and thankfully the results. I mean, we didn't make the A main, but we made it to the B. Had a really good qualifying on Friday night, so the results were pretty good to back it up and. Uh, it meant a lot. Yeah, and you uh, was that Friday night. You got up in the four in the fluff there, kind of kind of sketchy there for a second, going around yeah, the, Jimmy yeah, Ball. Yeah, that, that was that was Friday night. That yeah, uh, Friday night they locked the top four and in the feature into Saturday's A main, and that was at the time that was early in the feature. But I was that I, that was actually passing for fourth the yeah. final lock in. I ended up falling back to seventh uh, at the end of the race, but. For the year, we, I mean, it's been a pretty rough year overall for us. So, to, for the results that we had that week during Nationals, it meant a lot to finally have speed and to be able to, to represent the car well. I mean, I, I think my grandfather has 40, 50 World of Outlaw wins, and that car always ran up front. So, yeah. I didn't want to make it look bad, enough, right. if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. <laughs> makes perfect sense, yeah. So, but overall, decent Nationals for you, so can't. Can't hang your head about that. So, so yeah. you're, you're out there most of the year running the weekly stuff, or um, so I live it. I live in Fairmount, Indiana, which is just south of Gas City. So it's like eight hours out there. So I kind of split time between that car, and then I also drive for another team, John Shoebooks Racing, out of Chillicothe, Ohio. So I run Atomic a lot or Southern Ohio with them, just because it's closer and with having a business. Uh, it's just tough for me to to drive to Knoxville, Iowa every week. And thankfully, Dennis Ganey and John Shoebrooks work with me in my schedule to where I can split time between both of them and still be home to run the business and take care of that like I need to. So because uh, weeks I go to Knoxville, I mean, I 
work till five, six in the evening, Friday night. Me and my family drive eight hours, you know, get to Knoxville at one or two in the morning. You get up, do go to the shop, get everything loaded and race, and then, you know, get to bed at midnight or so, and you're up at 8 a.m. again to drive the eight hours back home yep. Sunday, and then you just start all over. So it's – and having two kids and a family and all that, it's it's a lot, and it's just – I just – basically told Dennis at the beginning of the year I couldn't do it every week, but I'd go out there as much as I could. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty grueling schedule right there, but yeah. worth it, I guess, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's this is my 22nd year in sprint cars, and I've raced, uh, well, I'm 37, and I started racing go-karts at 6 here in Indiana, so it's all I really know. I mean, I've been at a racetrack every weekend my whole my whole life, and I love it, and thankful i'm still able to do it today yeah well speaking of that uh shoe brooks a79 devin moran jumps in there sometimes how how is that having a late model guy around and running at sprint cars does he like it or yeah i think we I give him a hard time telling him we're bringing him over to the dark side because he keeps <laughs> wanting to to race it he always keeps saying i need to race it more where i can get more laps in it and get better and it's just schedules don't allow that but he um he just tested once with john last year and really liked it so now this year he's ran twice and he gets better every time it's just like he's told me the the two car like between a late model and sprint car you're you're wanting the exact opposite out of it. a sprint car you want it to lay left a late model it's always laying right or up on the right front so it's hard really hard for him to adjust to it <clears throat> big difference in driving style there yeah for sure yeah so yeah, is he i mean go ahead uh yeah it was and it's that's what the very first night he really struggled with but um i was kind of able to just help him along and give him some tips to on different ways to drive the car to help get it around the track and um we trying to work out a deal where we could go test where i could help him in a sprint car and he said i might be able to jump on his late model some so I'm, mm-hmm. hopefully we can make that work out yeah. sometime just so i can get some laps in a car and see what it's like for him go. Oh, yeah. So, you ever driven a late model before or no? No, I have not. So, that's why I'm hoping we can make it work out go. at some point. Even just testing or making some laps, yeah. I'd, it would be an experience I'd like to just to see what it feels like and what it's like to drive one. For sure. <clears throat> I've seen you got a win uh, at the, with the old Ohio Valley Sprint Car Series a couple of weeks ago, uh, guaranteeing your spot in the Dirt Classic at Lincoln Speedway. Uh, how'd that feel? Oh, that was good. I'm, we, I've been pretty good. I've got two wins at Atomic this year, and it was pretty neat that that allowed us to to lock in for the race in PA. That actually, just because it's so short, not notice, but such a short time to be able to prepare for it, I don't think we're going to get to go out there. But um, Damn. but anytime, I mean, it's tough to get a win no matter where you're at yeah. anymore. So anytime you can get a win is pretty special and. I'm able to get two this year, and then, like I said, the last month, I think I don't think I've been out of the top ten at all the last month of August, no matter where I've raced. So it's it's been a pretty good end of the season here. Um, it's winding down for me. We have a agricultural business, so harvest will be starting here in a few weeks. But uh, hopefully, and just keep it rolling here for another week or two, and maybe get another win. And um, not that I'm looking forward to the off season, but it's I got to focus on the family business here soon and take care of that. Yeah, it'd be it's good to end the season on a high 
high note for sure. Hopefully it keeps keeps going that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's I mean, as everybody knows, this sport's tough. I mean, you you can be on top one week and at the very bottom the next and to be able to put a month together like we have the last month is is pretty special for somebody like me that I mean, I'm just a part-time racer now. I've I've done the World of Outlaw Tour. I've, you know, I've done racing as a living for a long time, but now I'm in a different spot in life and when you only race 30 35 times a year it's it's tough to be competitive night in and night out with these guys that are doing it for a living so yeah for sure to have the results we've had the last month has been is good for us and i'm um, almost hate the season to end but it, it's coming before faster than i wanted to yeah doing doing as good as you have kind of makes you want to stretch it out just a little bit longer but that <laughs> harvest ain't gonna wait <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah no it it does and like i said i've got a a nine-year-old daughter and a, a six-year-old son and a wife and the business that we employ 15 people so it's that's my main focus now in life and i'm just thankful i'm still able to have a couple great car owners that still allow me to come come out and play on the weekends and have a good time and and be competitive which is that just that drive to be competitive is it's hard you can't get rid of it it's, oh yeah so when did your racing career start? Like, uh, I could go on in go-karts, <laughs> mini sprints, all that, which I grew up racing all over Indiana. But uh, sprint cars, I was 2002, um, National Rookie of the Year. Ran the first oh, four or five years in the Family 7TW car, just here in the Midwest. And then did the World of Outlaw Tour in 05 in the Family car. Uh, after that, I kind of jumped around and went out west and drove for Roth Motorsports in 83 Junior. Was in Missouri for a couple years racing for a team. In Iowa, I drove for Rick Ferkel on the All-Star Tour, which was pretty amazing to be able to to work and gain knowledge from a, a legend like him. So yeah. it, I've been pretty fortunate. Uh, obviously, this is my 22nd. 22nd year this year so i've been doing it a while now and been able to just have the results there to be able to find a ride or keep keep going and like you said it's like a it's like a drug i just can't not do it i mean it's hard to you you get in spots in life and you're like i need to quit i need to you know i need to focus on this or my family or whatever but it just you you get that through that about the first two months of winter and not racing and you're like okay we're what are we gonna do next year <laughs> yeah where's the next car at start making some yeah. calls maybe you know you don't have something lined up and yeah you know. no I, and yeah i've had several years where you know it's just you had a bad year or it wasn't that great and you're you i wouldn't say you you're ready for off season but you are you want a break but usually after about a month of no racing you're okay it's time to get to work and figure out figure out what what we're going to do for the year next year but thankfully i've got two great great car owners right now that really work with me and give me top-notch equipment and we're able to go out and be competitive pretty much every week oh yeah so so you you named off some stuff you did but is there any goal any more goals or you pretty much hit everything you wanted to do you know in your racing career oh no there's always goals (laughs) i mean it's, it's I don't. I wouldn't say I really. Besides the one year I did the World of Outlaw Tour, but I was 19 years old, so I didn't have the experience. I've um, never really chased points or any of that. I just kind of went and 
raced where I could, when I could. And I mean, the goals nowadays are just go win. I mean, we, yeah. it's, it's a lot more fun for me when I can go and have fun and try to win and be competitive versus back when I raced full time and I was trying to pay the bills racing. Yeah. It, I wouldn't say it took the fun out, but it was so much more stressful. It wasn't as fun doing it that way. So yeah. I actually enjoy it so much more now where I can just go and have fun. I have all my crew or guys that have full-time jobs and just go race because they love it. And to be able to go do to race with the, those guys and just we give it our best and um, go out and when you can win, win a race or two every year, it's it's a good year. Yeah. And that's all you can do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what would you say your biggest win or would be or, or one that stands out to you or a couple of them that stand out to you for your career? Um, My biggest one was probably what they call the Dirt Cup at Skagit Ooh, out in Washington. That's a big one, yeah. Yeah, I won that in the Roth car um, in 2007, 2008. I think it paid at the time. It was twenty five or 30000 to win, so that was probably my biggest. Um, probably one of my favorite up there on the list was i run won a all-star race at bloomington speedway back yeah. in with rick Ferkel. that's just more because it's my home state and um yeah. you don't with being a wing racer you don't get to race at home very often so anything yeah. close to home special especially in indiana uh, yeah <laughs> well yeah. now not much wing racing here now but no no i, I it just doesn't seem to work out for the promoter or something, but yeah. well, and then when it does, it rains. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. But uh, but no, it's and then I actually, one of my very first sprint car races was at Kokomo, the old Kokomo, the old yeah. flat Kokomo, which a lot of people forget about now. But uh, that was one of my first sprint car wins in like '02 or '03. So it's they all mean a lot, but the Dirt Cup was probably the biggest, but the ones you have at home where your family are there watching yeah. mean a little bit more just because they're there with you for sure so would you say uh would you say your your favorite track would be you've raced at or you got a couple favorites and least favorites uh that, i'm more of a short track guy so i like like a kokomo or even gas city i've had really good runs there when i've got to run there um the my least favorites are probably the big half miles. There's like, um, well, I wouldn't say one, but the half miles are just any more. They're more about the car and the motor you have than yeah. it is the race where a short track you can, it's more on the driver and you have to be able to maneuver the car and pass, pass yeah. guys. And it doesn't, it's not all about motor. So For that sure. I'd say more short tracks. I, I've had really good runs and I've really liked Lawrenceburg the last few years. I've ran pretty well there. I just the, I guess more the high bank tracks, um, atomics up there. I've got to run a lot there in Chillicothe, Ohio, the last few years with John Schubert's and yeah. won a, won several races there. And it's, it's another one of those that gets really slick, but it's pretty high banked and you can use the banking to your advantage with the car and make the car maneuver around uh, to pass guys. So. Um, not not one really sticks out to say I don't like this place or I love this place. Yeah. I mean, just like you said, I'm happy to be able to to keep racing, and it really doesn't matter where it's at. For sure, man. So, what's a day in the life of Brandon Wimmer? 
which day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Pick one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I During the week, it's me and my father that have a agricultural business where we have 15 dump trucks. So we hire them out for, you know, construction jobs in the summer. And then once harvest starts, um, we haul and spread. We haul and spread ag lime, ag- agricultural products on the fields for farmers. So, like, this time of year, it's just... Um, like uh, this morning, I was at work at 6 a.m. making sure all the trucks got out, and then I got home about 5:36 today. So, usually get about 60 hours in a week at work, and in between, my daughter's in sports now, so she plays a sport about every season. So there's usually a practice or a game to go to during at night after work, and then like we talked earlier, depending on where I go, if I go to Ohio, I actually get to sleep in on a Saturday, and then. <laughs> drive to where you know four hours or four four or five hours to ohio and race somewhere if i go to knoxville it's as soon as i get off work friday we're on the road drive eight hours out there uh get up early in the morning and go to the shop and then race saturday night and get to bed at midnight or one and get up early sunday to drive the eight hours back home and usually have two or three hours to get ready to start all over again so i don't know what to do with free time i guess is the best way to put it uh, there's always something there's always something going on around what, here it, what is free time right it doesn't sound like yeah, you got any of that no i don't have any of that it's but i wouldn't have it any other way i mean yeah. i like i said i love racing i love traveling and going different places and being able to race and then uh having kids now makes you have a new perspective on life i mean it's before them it was racing that was it I mean, obviously work and pay the bills, but all I want to do is go race when I could race. And with them now, it's, well, let's see if I can't try to make it to Kennedy, my daughter's soft, softball game this, you know, Friday night before I need to leave. Or I try to do as much as I can with them. So it just, I'm very fortunate to be able to do everything I do and have everything I have, but it, um, like I said, it depends on the week, the day of the week, because there's just no free time. So you know, got to have a schedule to know where I'm going every night. Yeah, yeah. right. So what's uh, what's some of your? We like to talk about food on here too. Uh, what's some of your favorite restaurants up your way? Like what's in the Fairmont area? Others. Uh, speaking of that, I got on, I got on t- uh, Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it, and. It's hard to look at your guys' page because I get hungry every time I do. <laughs> all the food you're posting. So. Yeah, there's a lot of food um, on our page. That's for yeah. sure. Yes, no, it, very good. But um, <laughs> no, there's a place called Grains and Grill in Fairmount. It's a fa- local-owned restaurant. If you're ever up this way, it's a good spot to have. They've got a little bit of everything. Um, there's just chain places. I like a good s- steak. Oh yeah. Um, so like Texas Roadhouse, something like that. But uh like a family-owned deal there's if you're ever up this way and going to gas city or even kokomo you're at kokomo you're 20 minutes from fairmount so grains and grills a pretty good local place that not a lot of people know about that you should hit if you get a chance was that grains or grain greens grain grains g-r-a gotcha yeah okay yep hell yeah definitely made a note of that that's the kind of places we like Mm -hmm. little family businesses or whatever yeah, yeah, no, it's it's a pretty popular spot, and it's a it's a little nicer place, but they've got really good food, so 
if you're up this way, I know you guys like to check those kind of places out. Hell yeah, might have to. So what what's some of your favorite dishes? Like, what do you like to eat besides steak? St- give me a <laughs> yeah, I say give me a good fillet. Uh, I mean it. Nothing really. I mean, I like a good steak. Give me a good steak and potato. Pizza, not re- not necessarily a chain place, but like a you know a local pizza place. Um, there's a Pizza King here close by that's pretty good that not everywhere has. Uh, I mean, but I'm more of a go to the steak, steak and potato type person. So that's my go-to. Yeah, me too. I just had steak and potato last night. Yeah, same here. You did too. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> so, uh, what kind of what's your barbecue choice? You got you got any barbecue action when you can? Yeah, when I can, but there's not, not a whole lot there's not there. a lot of options right in this area. It's just not a huge barbecue. <laughs> yeah, but if um, you're gonna have barbecue or make it, or you know, do you do it in cooking yourself or anything like that, or got anything? No, I'm like, a brisket. I'm a brisket guy. So go. I like I always like to go to a brisket. Give me not not a huge chain barbecue. Like there's a couple. I can't think of the name off the top of my head. Of course, now that I want to, but there's a there's a local made barbecue sauce that's pretty good. Not not like a no, I don't I want to call it sweet and spicy, but it's it's some it's a little different and something I I like. But I always go to the brisket. That's my go-to. Oh, Speaking yeah. of that, did you did you make get your barbecue where you're in Knoxville for nationals? Um, what did we have out there? Do we? I don't know that we got out and got anything. No, we we didn't uh, go anywhere. We, and get we did. Barbecue. We barbecued some pork steaks at the house. Uh, we fixed some yeah, of our own. Um, we ate out at a couple of places, but not really any barbecue places. I see. What about you? That, that was actually my next question. What's uh, you know, what about your Knoxville favorites out there? You got anything you like to hit while you're there? No, uh, really. We I camp at the North Campground and. Right where we're at, they call it Knox Vegas, just where everybody likes to hang out and uh, hang out and have a good time. And they actually, they have a menu. It's uh, Dennis, the men- Mincers that race. Uh, you got the Clarks, which the Justin, the Flagman, yeah. there at Knoxville. They all they have a menu of every day they cook out. I mean, it's anywhere from uh, steaks to like a shrimp gumbo. I mean, every day there's a menu, and we usually just eat one. They cook out once a day, and it's not necessarily. So really, we don't go out to eat a whole lot while we're in town. There's usually plenty of food being cooked at the campground that you don't have to go anywhere. Oh yeah, that sounds like a good time there. What's yeah. No, if you if you come back again, you'll have to get a hold of me, and I'll try to <laughs> get you up there. It's the I've my I met my wife out there, and at the north her family camped at the north campground and uh went to the all like all the weekly races and all that and so i met her and got to know that's actually how i met dennis gainey okay. was through the north campgrounds and we camped close to them so uh just became friends over the years and he's always like i'm gonna have a car put a car together and go you know race one of these days and then two years ago he calls up and says okay i bought a motor let's build a car and go go race <laughs> and we we did a few races last year, but we hurt the motor, and we only had one, so that put us out for a couple months just because we couldn't get parts. But um, and then this year he went; he's gone all out. I mean, he's had 360 cars, 410 cars, just based out of Knoxville, and um, 
thankfully lets me come and just race part-time when we can and it uh, means a lot to me to for him to work with my schedule and giving me the opportunity and great equipment that he has for sure man that's nice to have and uh i think i did see he had six cars at uh last last saturday at knoxville for the finale at yeah least that's what it, i think i saw on his twitter but yeah so yeah and me and clint garner in four tens which were the car two cars we ran at nationals yeah uh he has dustin salvage in his 360 car and then he's got another car which with alex van devoort and he has his own brings his own motor and he actually helps take care of all equipment through the week um so alex does a lot to keep you know keep everything maintenanced and all that uh and then garrett williamson lost his ride right before nationals yeah was in kind of a tough spot so he gave garrett had his own motors and everything but he gave him a roller to put together to help finish the season out at knoxville because he was second in 360 points uh, and then i think he helped uh gave just a car or roller or something to a guy that runs a pro sp- pro sprint series so yep. yeah he's he's got his hands in a little bit of everything but um i mean he he's done pretty well in the business life and thankfully there's people like him that are willing to spend the money and help help a lot of people and drivers out like he has this year i also think i've seen on that post that he didn't want to do that again yeah (laughs) like six cars (laughs) now at one time uh yeah i think i've replied to that post they're not very smart but yeah (laughs) <laughs> it's a, it's just stressful i mean even i've tried to last year we tried to run two cars and i drove both but it's just it's a lot of work i mean when you don't have that break you yeah. know to yeah. f- to work on the car do whatever whatever you need to do the car in between races to get it ready for the next race but thankfully he's got great people that help out and kind of split it up and everybody has their own crew and we park three of the cars parked together so we're we're all right there together and um if somebody needs something the guys help each other out and uh, get done whatever needs to get done to the cars so he's got a great group of people that help him out and that's a big part of making it possible to do what he does that is for sure so one more off the wall question here what's your biggest pet peeve or a pet peeve you have Oh, if you have one, I'm kind of I'm kind of OCD, so it's uh, just okay. cleaning cleaning up after yourself. Okay. Yeah, like you, when you put stuff up when you're done with it, like yeah. tools in the shop, that type of thing. <laughs> For sure, I that, can I can understand that. Yeah. That drives me insane. So, yeah, so. Keep, you keep an eye on that 10 millimeter socket. Make sure it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> back where it needs it. to go. <laughs> Yep. Not like last week; it was Allen wrenches. Oh Couldn't yeah, find the Allen wrenches. <laughs> <laughs> it's always something. Yeah, but now I've, and that's that kind of comes from my grandpa. When you have your own team and you're, I mean, we're limited budget compared to a lot of World of Outlaw teams, so you got to make do with the best that you can with what you have. So obviously, you got to take care of it, maintenance-wise, and the the best you can, so that when you do roll out, you have the best chance to be competitive. So it's just one of those deals where it was always take care of everything the best you can because it's going to help you go faster on the racetrack. For sure, yeah. and then when you need something, you know, like you got your toolbox organized, you know, you know your crunch you know time. Where it's at. Crunch yeah. time, need it, need it. You know where it's at. It's not, you know, looking for the ten millimeter socket or whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, understandable for sure. Yeah, I seen. Well, we talked about it earlier. Well, you had to open your online store, but uh, you still have any merch for sale? Uh, that's still going on. 
Yeah, we still have select stuff on sale with the season winding down. Um, the inventory is getting limited just because uh, not a whole lot of racing left for us. But um, you got Team DGRD, which is Team Dennis Gaining Racing Designs. Um, you can go on there, and there's uh, some apparel of mine on there for sale. Like I said, sizes are limited. And then uh, with John Shoebrooks, we have... Uh, shirts and hats that we set, we don't really sell online they're just all on the at the track in the pits or usually he'll set have somebody set up as a t-shirt um area behind the grandstands wherever we're racing in ohio so he's got he's got shirts with the he pulls it with an astro van and a flat oh nice you know, flatbed trailer so Hell yeah those those are pretty popular we've sold a lot of those over the years but uh but yeah, there's uh, it's kind of limited just because the end of the season. But we do have some at both of those places. All right. Where can people follow you on social media? Um, all social media is at, at Brandon Wimmer. Um, I'd say probably the biggest is Twitter and Facebook, where I try to update the most. Um, the what I have a website, but I just don't keep it updated anymore. It's just it seems like more people follow you on Twitter or, or Facebook anymore. That I just kind of keep everything posted on there and what i'm doing or where i'm going which it changes all the time depending on weather and what the what you know what who's racing where each week so i i try to let everybody know the week before where i'm going to be next week and uh like i said i've only got a couple weeks left to racing for this year and then i'll be be done till next year but uh it's been a good year overall so I, no complaints here yeah that's for sure are they are there any sponsors or people you'd like to thank that you haven't already i mean i have got a few sponsors that have helped help me out no matter where i've gone like simpson racing products um butler built seats uh all-star performance lane automotive that those type of people have stuck behind me no matter where i've went and i appreciate their help over the years um each car has great sponsors and it'd be impossible to list them all but i appreciate every every single one of them because uh, without them we wouldn't be able to do it so but really my don't have major sponsors my dennis ganey and john shoebrooks fund most most if not all their their teams and their cars so if it wasn't for those two guys that putting the money up they do to build a car and give me a great race car i wouldn't be able to do what we do so very appreciative of those two yeah some good guys to have as we've mentioned and we talked about so so yeah, sounds like a good rest of the year for you. Hopefully, uh, ends out good for you, and and the and the farm season. Hopefully that uh, hopefully that's good for you too. You got a uh, we can wrap the show up. You got anything else for us? Appreciate no, I appreciate your time. You have, I appreciate you having me on, and hopefully, haven't been in Southern Indiana lately. So hopefully next year I can try to get down to Hobstad or one, you know Bloomington or somewhere down south closer to you guys. Yeah, we'd uh, we'd love to see you down here, man. So and we'll be. I, We'll be in touch. <laughs> All right. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome. Right. Have a good night. Thanks, Brandon. See you, man. Yep. Thank you. And that was Brandon Wimmer. Uh, we have uh, we're gonna move into the stoking the fire, but oh yeah. Uh huh. Had to do that too. But first. By the way, uh, these summer shanties are going down like water tonight. <laughs> Fucking good. They're always good, but some days they just hit different. Some days it's just like, yeah, amazing. Got you a natty, uh, strawberry lemonade. 
Yeah, you're making me crave a damn shandy right now, though. I'll be one more in there. I know. Uh, I'll be some in the barn too. <clears throat> we'll go out there later, but. Oh, I, I got plenty at the house. I just uh, yeah, the, t- the way you're describing it right now is kind of making Man. me. Something one of them days where it's just going down good. Yeah. But uh, good talking to Brandon. I, I didn't do my research, I guess, before we talked to him, but didn't realize his family actually, or his grandpa, started that car, ran that car back in the day. So a lot of history there. Badass car, second appearing car at Knoxville this year for the Nationals, yep. voted by the fans, of course. Sheldon Hodge Sheldon won that one, but definitely second place for that. Uh, definitely something he'll never forget. So uh, let's see. We have a sponsor. Uh, you probably heard of him before. Rounders 2 Pizza. Home of the Nameless Pizza. Located in Dale, Indiana. That's T-O-O, not the number two. Follow them on Facebook for all their weekly specials like our favorite. Thirsty Thursday, 12 wings and a pitcher of domestic beer for sixteen fifty. Dining or carry out for all your pizza, beer, wing, and sandwich needs. Give them a call at 812-867-7172. Check them out on Facebook or the brick and mortar location at 12731 North Green River Road, Evansville, Indiana, 47725. Love that place. I could eat there four days a week and not get tired of it, I swear. And we do. Well, we, we have. No, we don't now, but we don't. But we could. We have before. Yeah, we have. There's, there's been a day. <laughs> Back in the day. Yeah. We were there a lot. A lot yeah. more. And also, can't leave out uh, Chrome Farms. Uh, yeah. Proud sponsor for Dirt Traction Rerex as well. Thanks, Ben, for all yeah. you do, too. Yeah. Moving on into the Stoking the Fire segment. Not a whole lot to talk about. Might have left some stuff out, but, you know, it is what it is. And something we didn't mention on our last episode. Well, we actually used to do this back in the day. We did our uh, corrections oh, or whatever. Corrections, yeah. So we did miss uh, one one person, one follower at Knoxville, Blaine Townsend. Uh, didn't have his name the other day, and I was really uh, worried about trying to find it so I don't want to say anything on air. But, yeah, good talking to you, man, meeting you up there uh, up at uh, northern Indiana by Fort Wayne. And, works uh, at Hoosier. Rochester, Indiana, I believe. Yeah, works at Hoosier Tire. So, good meeting you, man. Appreciate the listens. Said he makes people at Hoosier listen to him. Yeah. Listen to us while yeah. he's working. Yeah. So, keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Gas City. We didn't mention this. Uh, we left this out of our results last time. Last episode. Gas City's final Friday night race was Friday, August 18th. With the sprint car winner was uh, Colton Cottle. Your USAC Midwest Thunder Midgets winner was Tate Martz. Your mod winner was Todd Sherman. Your throwback sprints winner was Dan Ingram. And that was the last night for the chase for the Derrick Championship points. I guess it was a double points night from what I saw. Colton Cotta was up 326 points. The Tomahawk was 308 points. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say he won that, even though they didn't actually say it on their page. And I don't think the website had anything either. But if I'm wrong, correct me. But, uh... Yeah, they're done there. I think, well, they're done with the locals, the weekly stuff, but they're running the, you know, the USAC will be there one more time, and then yeah. they've got a couple more. they got like a harvest race or some fall race, so. And then Super Matt Shepard made his Lucas Oliet model debut Friday at Georgetown with Nice Motorsports, teammate of Ross Chastain. That's right. And I think he had an issue with his car, so he jumped in Chastain's car for the B-Main, and I don't think he made the show. But first time in the, in, in the with that kind of competition, anyways, at Port Royal, so. Uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, he's been in a late model before down down at Florida. Oh, yeah. Bullfrog Racing or Blue Frog Racing, but you never know. If he gets a hold of that, you never know, maybe. It'd be be a sight to see Super Matt Shepard 
full yeah. time and knows that'd doing like what he a, does. That'd be like uh, Tim McCready used to run the what, super, yeah. the yep. big dirt car, super dirt car, and now he's running late models. Sure, the truth. So it'd be kind of the kind of the similar transition, maybe if he wants to do it, if he wants to do it. Uh, Paducah International Raceway was supposed to run last weekend, uh, Friday and Saturday, August twenty fifth and twenty sixth. Uh, Power Eye Outlaw four ten wings and Mars late models were going to be there. And we were actually actually mentioned going maybe at least Saturday, right? Yeah, we we were talking about we it. We mentioned it. We weren't like we set on it, but back and it forth was an trying option. to decide if we were going to go there or yeah. Kokomo or nowhere. Yeah. So yeah, it sucks it it was like a hundred and it was balls ass hot yeah. last week. It was like yeah. the what? heat the fit real feel outside was like a hundred and what fifteen hundred twelve some days on Thursday and Friday it was like ninety seven yeah. degrees and just humid as fuck. Yeah, it was it was so, pretty rough. Um, yeah, so they canceled unfortunately. <clears throat> Longhorn Chassis is restructuring their house program car. Tim McCready in the Paler Motorsports is our is the house car, but will still utilize the Longhorn chassis. Yeah, it won't be the house car anymore. Yeah. But we I mean, two championships, two years in a row, and I think he's, what, fifth in points now or something like that? So uh, Fifth or fourth. Yeah. Yeah. So something like that. Change it up. So who's going to be the new the new guy, the new the new house car? I'd say uh, B-Shep. We'll, we'll find out. But B-Shep. B-Shep's kind of what I was thinking. Pierce. Bobby Pierce. I'm thinking B-Shep. Yeah. Could be wrong. I'd say B-Shep. That, that was my thought. We'll see. That was a big chat last week. That was all over Twitter and Facebook. and Yeah, I remember reading a lot of it. And everybody had their statements, you know. I mean, Paler said that they're, yeah, it's fine. We're still going to use Longhorn Chassis. Like, yeah, it is what it is. Yep. So. <laughs> IRA Sprints at I-55 was canceled due to weather on Saturday, August 26th. I think they had some weather coming through there and decided to cancel it. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh some rain just a lot of rain yes yeah. a little moist yeah yeah wouldn't go be didn't think they were going to get the race in so yeah just call it uh next race for us is uh tri-state this coming weekend the labor day challenge yeah mscs mini sprints and there. modifieds oh yeah i forgot the modifieds is gonna be there their, too there's their last appearance of the year i'm pretty sure yep. so uh, look for us there if you're coming down or coming over, wherever you're coming from. Uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Get back to the track. I feel like it's been like forever since I've been there for it, a race. It's, it's been a minute for us because we missed yeah. a week at Knoxville. Yeah, we hadn't been there since uh, spring week. Since we got rained out at spring since, week. Uh, yeah, and we didn't see a race. Yeah. So we hadn't seen a race there since uh, June, yes. end of June, <laughs> right? I'm, I'm throwing no. it up a little bit. Yeah. July. Yeah, that's right, yeah. No, it was June, June like twenty fifth. Oh yeah, I guess it was. Cause, uh sprint week was end of July. End of July. Hold on, I got my little pocket schedule here. Not a pocket pussy, a pocket wow. schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I know somebody's thinking it. Uh, Surely to God, it see. ain't been June since we actually watched a race there. Oh, Summer Nationals, July 9th. Oh yeah. So yeah, we're looking at uh coming up on two months. We'll be almost two months since. Well, yeah. By the time we get there, It'd be close. It'd be a week away from two months, yeah. seven weeks. That's silly. It'd be over a month because that was in July 9th, and then this was a, this will be in September third. Yeah, seven so. weeks is almost two months. Yeah, 
yeah, whatever. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't listening. I was too busy looking at the dates on there. Um, yeah, that's crazy. So back there, I don't know where we're cooking, but maybe just something simple. Yeah, nothing. I'll take some of those Long no, Lone Star links. Have you tried those yet? I don't think I have. You need to take some of those. It's like a spicy like beef sausage, like a beef link. Yeah, I'm I'm down for it for sure. Could put them on a bun from Daywigs. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've had them. Had those. I, they're a new item. I think they just brought them back. They got them like this year. They started making them. So yeah, I don't, I'm sure I don't. I think they were on sale the last time. They were on sale. I grabbed a pack. So let's give them a give them a try. Give them a little trasky. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Hockett Memorial entries are open. The SCS winged and Power Eye non wings September 14th through the 16th. That's at Lucas Oil yes. Raceway in Missouri. Oh, remember that? Did I send you that tweet? The guy thought it was in Indy. Oh yeah, and yeah, he you did. Drove to Indy. <laughs> drove all the way <laughs> to Indy. Sitting in Indy doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. I sent that to Spink, and he goes, "I hope that's fake. <laughs> I hope he hope he's lying." <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, but anyways, Missouri. Uh, that's a big race. It's always a big race. I saw that entry list is pretty has a pretty good list already. So uh, yeah, looking forward to that one. Should be a good show. Should be a pretty good show. Yeah, yeah for sure. And uh, I guess I I've kind of got a little. You did have a little bit of a streak again. A little bit of some bragging to do. A little bit on the again on the on the dirt draft. Yeah, on the dirt drafts. Well, let's well lay it on me. Go first, because I ain't got nothing to talk about. <laughs> well, right now, let's see. Last seven days, Kokomo. I think this was Thursday. I got. 64th. Some good points. Damn. For the Kokomo Smackdown? Yep. Damn it. That's pretty on, good. On Friday, I just got 226. It's just five points, but still, that's 226. Yeah, it's still pretty good. All-Stars at Tri-City Motor Speedway. I think it was Friday night for them. At All-Stars? Yeah. Yeah, Friday. I got 40th. Uh, World of Outlaws. At uh, River City Speedway on Friday, I got 28th. Damn it. Hunt the Front uh, Super Dirt Series at Needmore, I got 60th. Outlaws Late Models at Davenport on Saturday, I got 112. It's still like 30 points. Damn, dude. How um, many points you got now? Uh, 7,800. 78.12 right now. Which, by the way, I did figure out how to do that the other day. I said I couldn't figure it out, but you got to go up and like drop it down to pick what you want on the on the speed shop. I'm at uh, seventy. You might have passed me up. I got seventy six hundred. So mm, I did pass you up. Then. We definitely need to use some uh, some points this year. I haven't used any yet. So yeah, I think like what was it like the last race or second to the last race we used them last yeah. year and bought some tickets with them. Yeah, uh, Harvest Cup. Harvest the, Cup, well, I you, think it when was. you sack ran with yep. the uh, midgets. So, is that all yeah. you got? I mean, the rest of them were. I had a couple over a thousand, but most of mine this past week's been like four hundred or lower. Like I had a lot of good ones. There you, go. you heard some of the the five good points ones I had. Yeah. Um, I'll go. Uh, a lot of 800 well I had no that wasn't this week yeah it was uh, a lot of well there's 284 nothing for that one but 
400, 600, 600, 700. Even had a thousand in there mixed <laughs> in, you know. Yeah. And I got a 115 at Port Royal on uh, <clears throat> Saturday. Yeah. So, uh, Earl Pearson Jr., Max Blair, Cody Overton, Alberson, and Herb. 11th, 17th, 8th, 9th, and 13th. So that was my. I don't even know what I scored on that one. 115. If, if I even got anything. Oh, you're, I seen you got 30 points. Oh, did it, oh, it said it back there, didn't it? Yeah, right there. Yeah. Yep, that's all I got. <laughs> hey, 30 points is better than five. Yeah, you're damn right. So uh, I think that wraps up our stoking the fire, right? Yep, that should be it for it. And that'll move us right on into the feature finish. Starting off with the, we watched the end of this race. Well, we actually watched it last episode, and we did announce the winner, but we're going to say it again just because it's real quick. All-Star Circuit Champions at Salem's Grove for the Kramer Cup, 10,000 to win on Sunday, August 20th. Your winner, Zeb Wise, second, Brent Marks, third, Danny Dietrich. And then the same night, they had a weekly Angel Park uh, Sprint Midget Race on Sunday the 20th. Bill Baylog got the win there. North Pole Nightmare. Yeah. Second, Travis Arns. Third, Mike Rinke. And your Badger Midgets winner was Adam Taylor. Moving to the Power Eye. There was another race on Sunday. Power Eye Outlaw Midgets, or sorry, Outlaw Sprints at Missouri State Fair Race Speedway on Sunday the 20th, August 20th. Ayrton Jennison got the win. Second, Kyle Bellum. And third, Brian Brown. Yes, the Brian Brown in the number 21. <coughs> Casey Carr. Yeah. Fellow KC fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kicking the season off real soon. Oh, yeah. What, 10 days? Yeah. Next days? Thursday, right? Yeah. yeah, 10 days from now. Yep, Thursday. Super Dirt Car Series uh, at Ron Martin Ransomville Summer Nationals at Ransomville on Tuesday, August the 22nd, was Eric Rudolph, Super Matt Shepard, and Matt Williamson. IRA Sprints at 34 Raceway. Friday, August 25th, my birthday. Nice. Aaron Ratzel, Brandon Wimmer, as we just talked to, and Austin McCarl. Pepsi Championship Night at 34 Raceway on Saturday. 305 winner was Josh Bernard. Mod winner was Jed Freiberger. Late model winner was Jay Johnson. Sport mod was John Oliver Jr. USAC National Sprints at Kokomo. Drum roll. <laughs> of course. You I, got stuck I, with this of one. Of course I drew this one. <laughs> you should have flipped it. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Just let, leave the winner blank. Let's just go ahead and go <laughs> go on with it. USAC well, you could National just save you three 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 times. Just save one time hey, who won all of them. Then I'll just <laughs> say his name. All right. No, you say what you want. I don't care. Yeah. USAC National Sprints at Kokomo <laughs> for SmackDown Night 1 on Thursday. August 24th. Some guy won. Brady Bacon, then Kyle Commons. <laughs> second and third. Night two on Friday, August 25th. Some guy won. Brady Bacon, second. Shane Cottle, come all the way from 21st that night. Damn, he third. was, man, he was catfishing that bottom. Yes, he was. He Hell was yeah. rolling it. He was rolling good. The finale on Saturday, August 26th. Some guy won. <laughs> Kyle Cummins and Logan Seavey round up to top three. I guess I got to say, who that some guy was, if you don't know. I'm sure you all do, especially, by the way, I'm acting. <laughs> First time ever, somebody since SmackDown has started, somebody swept all three days. 
fucking Justin Grant. Mm-hmm. There you go. There we go. I said it. He won it. Maybe he'll block my personal page now. <laughs> Maybe. It's next. Next on the chopping block. <laughs> Word about all sprint cars at River City Speedway. Friday, August 25th. Logan Shuhart, chomp, chomp, with the win. Second, Logan, or sorry, not Logan Shuhart. He won. Second, Sheldon Hoddenschild. Third, Donnie Schatz. Then later the next night at Saturday, uh, August 26th at Red River Valley. Logan Shuhart wins again. Second, David Gravel. Third, Buddy Kofoid. Your Word of All 8 models and Extreme Outlaw Midgets at Davenport for the My Place Hotels Quad Cities 150. That that place is badass. I want to get there sometime for a race. Yeah, I'd like to go too. Uh, didn't get to watch any of it this weekend, unfortunately. Uh, night one on Thursday, August 24th, your late model winner was Bobby Pierce. Second, Dennis Herb Jr. Third, Brandon Shepard. Your midget practice, Chase McDermott was the fastest in practice. Night two on uh, Friday was uh, your winner, Bobby Pierce and the late models. Second, Chris Madden. Third, B. Shep. Midget winner, Zach Dom. Second, Cannon McIntosh. Third, Hayden Reinbold. And your night three winner for the What About All late models, B. Shep. Second, Tanner English. Third, Ryan Gustin. Your midget winner, Gavin Miller. Second, Ryan Thames. Third, Jade Avedisian. Moving east, look so late models at the Mid- Mid-Atlantic, uh, Mid-Atlantic, uh, oh, sorry, they had Mid-Atlantic, Mid-Atlantic UMP Modifieds there. I couldn't find any results on that, so I should have deleted that. Anyways, they were in Georgetown on uh, Thursday the 24th. Late model winner, Ricky Thornton Jr. Broke the season, broke the tie for the most wins in the Lucas Oil Late Model Series history at 16. Brooks got Blimquist's record. He's having himself a year. He is. A lot of big wins, too. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about that as many times in the past. Uh, second, Brent Overton. Third, Mike Mahler. And then we'll go to Port Royal for the Rumble on the River Night 1 on Friday, August 25th. Your winner, Hudson O'Neill. Second, Rick Eckert. Third, Ricky Thornton Jr. Night 2 on Saturday, August 26th. Hudson O'Neill with the win. Second, Mike Mahler. Third, Jonathan Davenport. That'll take us on to All-Stars at Tri-City Motor Speedway in Michigan. On Friday, August 25th, coming in first place was Zeb Wise, second Kerry Madsen, third Craig Kinzer at Butler Speedway for the Mace Thomas Classic, 8,500 to win on Saturday, August 26th. Excuse me, Tyler Courtney, Kerry Madsen, and Chris Windham. Madman got him two yeah, seconds in a row. Yeah, he's rolling the top there. I'm top here lately. Yeah. In that uh, Vermeer car. Knoxville Weekly Finale on Saturday, August 26th. The 410 Sprints was Aaron Ratzel, Lachlan McHugh, Austin McCarl. 360 Sprints was the quickest chicken, Chase Randall, Jamie Ball, Ryan Giles, Giles. Giles, Yeah, Giles, yeah. I don't know why I said Giles. Anyway, Pro Sports, Pro Sprints. Here we go. (laughs) Kate Higday, A.J. Johnson. Jay Kinder, Dirt Pro Trucks winner, Mason Mitchell, season champs, uh, 410 was Austin McCarl, 360s was Chase Randall, and uh, Pro Sprints was Cade Higday. I've already, I'm just going to butcher this next one just, oh, yeah, just, we did, just we did, so we, we know. We didn't do a name check, did we? Uh, not that it would help. No, nah, not with this name, but just, just I was Bear with reading it Bear in with the us. notes. I'm going to do the best I can. Sorry if I butcher your name and you're <laughs> listening to this. Yeah. Ocean Speedway Taco Bravo Sprints Championship Night on Friday, August 25th. When I was reading through the notes, I was actually hoping you got this one. 
Oh, the Ocean Speedway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bud Kading with the win. See, if we would have flipped, I would have had the Kokomo and I would have had Ocean Speedway. Yeah. It, it, the Kokomo <laughs> not, might not have hurt you. I don't know. It probably hurt you just as bad. Yeah, that's all right. Anyways, sorry I cut you off. Yep. Winner, start this over. Ocean Speedway Taco Bravo Sprints Championship Night on Friday, August 25th. Bud Kading. There you go. Then Grant. <clears throat> Dunkirkin. I've heard this name before. Dunkirkin. Dunkirkin. Dun- yeah. Dunkirkin. We'll say that. I think something like that. Then Caden Steele coming in third. Season champ was Ricky Sanders. IMCA mods mod winner was Jim Pettit the second. IMCA, IMCA sport mod winner was Austin McMillan. And your Plasterville Weekly Points Race number 15, Legends Night and Championship Night on Saturday, August 26th. Your winner, Shane Golubic, in the 360 sprints. Second, Kobe Copeland. Third, Justin Sanders. Your 360 champ was Michael Facinto. Your limited late model winner was Dan Brown. Uh, the champion of that was Dan Jinkerson, his third consecutive. Pure stock winner was Nick Baldwin. And your dwarf car winner was Dylan Shroom. 41st Annual Gun Memorial at Williams Grove, Williams Grove Speedway on Friday, August 25th. Your winner, Brent Marks. Second, Dylan Norris. Third, Lance DeWeese. Your wing super sportsman winner, Kenny Edkin. Your wingless super sportsman winner, Tony Jackson. I'd like to actually know what those super sportsmen, what those, uh, what kind of engine and stuff they got in them. Have yeah. you ever seen them? It's like a, it's a sprint car with no front wing, but there's a narrow, like a narrow, a little narrow top wing on top. I don't think I've seen and those. And then the wingless ones are just like, it looks like a non-wing, but like I said, don't know the ins and outs of it all. But yeah, I did just see pictures on, they post on their page and stuff. But I haven't seen those. I'm, I need to check that yeah. out. I'd like to see that. Yeah. Um, moving on to staying in PA, but going uh, going to Lincoln Speedway for the Kramer Clash on Saturday, August 26th. Your 410 sprint podium. Your winner, Chase Dietz. Second, Freddie Raymer. And third, Brent Marks. Your 358 sprint winner was Kyle Spence. And Perrigan Speedway, All-Star TQ Midgets and 410 Sprints on Saturday was a rainout, yeah. of course. Uh, Lincoln Park Weekly on Saturday, August 26th. Sprints was Tyler Kendall, Seth Parker, Ty Mahako. The MMSA Mini Sprints was Cody Canarium, Mike Larison, Elijah Noke. I think that's how you say that? Yeah. Noke. Something like that. UMP Mods was Derek Loesch. The fast on dirt sprints. Yeah, fast on dirt sprints. Uh-huh. At Lernerville on Saturday, August 26th was A.J. Flick, Dale Blaney, and Ryan Smith. I was reading two different lines there. Yeah. I had to go back and check myself. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> You're good. Uh, moving on to Houston's Weekly on Sunday, August 27th. Your 410 podium. Your winner, Justin Henderson. Nice win for him there. Yeah. Second, Skylar Prohaska. Third, Mark Dodmeyer. By the way, that dude had a nasty flicking wreck. Yes, he did. On Friday. Destroyed that car. <clears throat> yeah. And that car went, what would you say, probably 100 feet? Like, launched it. Yeah, I mean, without like if it, touching If it was anything, a long jump competition, not you that won. you want to do that kind of competition <laughs> in this kind of deal, in a car like that. Any kind of car. He was flying, dude. Yeah, that was unbelievable. And uh, then he comes out in third place, hard charger on on Sunday. Yeah. So. Luckily, he wasn't hurt. Yeah. 
Man, he's had some bad ones here the past he couple has. years. Messed his back up a couple years ago. He got that fire early this year. Got burned. Um, good to see Mark up front, though. Always a always a good uh, good time to see him up there. Yeah. Uh, your race saver winner, Lee Ghost Jr., and your late model street stock winner was Ron Howe, or Howie. Sorry if I butchered that one. Uh, Capital Renegade Clash at BAPS on Sunday, August 27th, will be your winner, Danny Dietrich. Second, Devin Borden. Third, Mark Smith. Your modified winner was Rick Laubach. And I think that's all I the results. I think that wraps up the feature finish. Yeah, there's a pretty good uh, amount of meat on the bones there for that segment. A little bit. A lot of racing, a lot of yeah. results. But we are winding down, as we've said. Yeah. Might I mean, well we just announced that's the Knoxville, which they got a lot of football and stuff going on out there. That's why they do that. They're done. Ocean Speedway, they're done with the weekly sprints at least. They got a couple more races. I think they're running like some other stuff next week, but no no sprints or nothing like that. But, uh, you know, Placerville, they're done weekly. Outlaw still got to go out there. And they got a couple more races, but, man. Yeah. Here we are. And uh, what, in a couple of days, it's, it's September. So. Yeah, Friday, September the 1st. So. Yeah. It's definitely getting that time, much yeah. as we hate it. Yep. So, think that's all the results, like I said. So, That'll moving on to the next segment. Take us into the smoke. You want to start? <clears throat> I'm going to let you. Uh, I'm, I'm horrible at this crap. <laughs> I actually had some stuff last week, and I just can't remember what the didn't hell I get got. get the notepad out? I didn't. <laughs> I tell myself every week I'm going to start right. I making just, notes. I'll get in here and just delete the delete what I had. and just uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I got all of it on there. Well, I went like three whole weeks, and I did that. Yeah. Back. Slipped off. Couple, Slip. Like uh, yeah. 10 episodes ago or yeah. whatever, <laughs> and I just quit doing it again. Yeah. So, so you, I'll just let you go. didn't talk about the last episode, Monty888. Yeah, Smash that shit. I, I got some chicken lo mein. I hadn't had it. Pretty I just, good. I just was wanting some lo mein. Yeah. I was craving it, and it was freaking phenomenal. By the way, that's I will put that up there. We've talked about it before. Probably one of the best Chinese restaurants in town. Yeah, it's Asian it's, restaurants. It's top three. As has far to be. as as far as uh, quantity, the flavor of everything is amazing. Uh, I was fucking stuffed. I got that. Uh, was it Mong Szechuan? Mongolian beef, I think. Yeah, you got the Mongolian beef. Yeah. Man, that stuff's good. Rice. And then those green beans. Mm. Yeah, oh, well, hell yeah. <laughs> those green beans were friggin' good. Oh, yeah. Good. I had to... Uh, I put them... They're, they're in my top two. Yeah, it's up there. The other one is that one over there. I can never remember. Shabu Shabu or no. Yinching? Uh, one by... One by Shoe Carnival? Shoe Carnival. Uh, uh, Jimmy Jowls. Jimmy Jowls. Yeah, that that's up there, too. That that and Maltese is my top two. Yeah. For Chinese yeah, Ching's up there too, uh, as far as as portions, man. That place. Anyways, we talked about all this before, but. Yeah, I, I like that place now, too, but now I want some Chinese food. Right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I was. We were just talking. Yeah. Well, ago about buying the Blackstone. That's yep. that's like the main thing I'm thinking about oh, yeah. getting one back for, so I can do some hibachi. Fuck or, yeah. Fix some fucking low main on there. Just yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever yeah. you want, man. Smash burgers. Yeah. Uh, Monday had an air fryer night. Kind of like 
dicked around. Wasn't really motivated to do much. Threw some chicken tenders or something in there. I feel like I've done that the past couple of weeks, but hey, you have those nights. Sometimes you got to have those yeah, nights. Kind of humbles you a little bit. Uh, Tuesday did some smash burger tacos, and we talked about those before. Those were amazing. Uh, just yeah. got the burger, flattened it out with the tortilla, flipped it over, put some uh, honey mustard, some hot sauce on there for me, some mozzarella cheese. Uh, Wednesday wasn't really feeling uh, eating, uh, making anything. I did have plans to make something, and then but then I got home, and I kind of wasn't in the mood. Uh, my mother-in-law was in town; she had to stop by and drop something off, and then she went out to somebody's house out by, by us, and uh, she's like, "Hey, my mom asked." She went asked my mom asked if we want to go to the corner for for dinner and I was like nah and then like 10 minutes later I said yeah tell her we're going there <laughs> tell her to meet us there <laughs> so we went up there and Seth talked me in I've lived here for 9 years I've lived in this area for 31 years uh, say the corner hasn't been around this with these owners anyways but the last I don't know 12 or 15 years but never had the hot ham and cheese there which is a ham American and Swiss cheese both uh, then it has pepper, pepperoncinis or banana peppers and um, jalapenos and uh, toasted bun, of course. But I never had it there, and it kind of kind of got intrigued. And Seth's like, "Oh man, that's the best sandwich here!" So ordered it, and I was kind of disappointed because it it was just kind of half-assed. Like throw the ham on there, you know, stacked up. They didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So we talked. I talked about it. Anyways, it was pretty good. Probably wouldn't order again. And then uh, Thursday went to Rounders. We were just gonna get wings, weren't we, or or something? And then uh, I think I actually was. You talked me into getting wings. And then uh, Hannah goes, "Oh, we got butcher shop meat." So guess what we got? Yeah. Saved ribeye. Got a pizza with hot sauce on it. Yeah. And then uh, Friday we went to Carriage Inn. I'll let you talk about that if you want, since that was your birthday. Uh, Saturday I didn't do a whole lot. Um, I was just swimming, getting shit faced in a pool all day. So. <laughs> Didn't really eat a whole lot. I ate a hot dog at Gibson's. He's got a hot dog roller. And uh, kind of snacked around on chips and salsa. And uh, Sunday, well, Friday night, I went and bought a ribeye roll at Holiday Foods, also known as Hofo. And they had uh, ribeye rolls on sale for seven fifty a pound, so I got a 12-pounder for like 90 bucks, And sliced that motherfucker up. I shaved some of it for a later meal this week. And uh, mother-in-law was like, man, I'm missing some of them steaks you usually cook. So I said, well, fuck, I just bought a whole ribeye roll, sliced them off, we'll cook them on Sunday, cook them this weekend. So I sliced off four of them, took them over there last night, took the little Weber, the little tabletop Weber over there, smashed oh, yeah. out some fucking one-inch, about, about an inch ribeyes, some uh, barbecue beans, had some zucchini grilled up, some uh, tater wedges. Oh, man. Don't Hell get much yeah. better than that. Hell, yeah. So... And then tonight we're having bacon sandwiches, jaw bacon sandwiches. <clears throat> so I'm uh, looking pretty damn forward to it. Yeah, courtesy of uh, Aaron Jones, uh, the racer, not the other one. Yeah. Yeah, he got us a pack of that, so yeah, I'm gonna put that to good use. Definitely. But did you get anything jotted down? Yeah, yeah, I got some stuff. Can't remember what Monday was. <laughs> I just drawing a blank. Speaking of bacon sandwiches, Tuesday I had bacon and mater sandwich. You know, tomato. So we did a podcast Tuesday, didn't we? Yeah. Yep. I was, uh, I don't know, I was just craving it. And that's when had those, uh, ain't that when they had that, you had those chicken bombs or whatever? Yeah. That was on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, it was Monday. 
Cause, uh, it was the podcast night. It was. We did it on Sunday, though. We did it on Sunday. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm mixed up. I'm mixed yeah. up my days or something. You got me confused. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Forget that. We but, did a podcast on Sunday last week. Yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah. We did. But Tuesday, I had that bacon and tomato sandwich. I can eat that every day, probably. Love bacon. It was just regular bacon. It wasn't jowl bacon. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday, it's kind of one of those nights where I just stayed in and didn't do much nothing. Had a frozen pizza. Two of yeah. the, I had two of the little Totino's ones. It's like two bucks or whatever they are. Just Can't, ate two of them? Yeah, I just ate two of them. One don't do it, so I ate two. Thursday, of course, we were at Rounders with that uh, that good shit. Oh, yeah. We already talked about that. <clears throat> Friday, we went to the Carriage Inn. Yeah. Yep, for my birthday. Um, didn't really know what I was going there to get, but once I got... I, actually, I was thinking about that chicken and bacon sandwich at... Uh, Neil, that was Neil talked about, about and then got there and pushed out. Yeah, yeah, well, they were busy too, though. So they were busy. So you need to go back on a on, a, on a calm night and order it. Yeah, but I I ended up uh, looking at the menu and I was like, I get chicken every time I'm here, pretty much. But I'm getting a damn German bologna sandwich, and that's what I got was a German bologna sandwich and some f- French fries and some. Uh, Mozzarella, mozzarella sticks. sticks. That's what it was. And it was good. Like I got myself so full I couldn't even finish my German bologna sandwich. <laughs> yeah, which you is, did. Which is rare because usually if I got a German bologna, I'm eating until I die. Uh-huh. Saturday, I was uh, kind of stayed low-key, you know, most of the day. Nursed a little bit of a hangover <coughs> that that morning. I don't really? know why. I don't, didn't drink that much. Like, we mm. didn't have many drinks at all. But I... I had a little bit of a hangover. It's pretty huh. odd. But anyway, I stayed around the house most of the day. I ended up uh, for dinner. I had some sir- I had some sirloins. I laid them out that morning so they could thaw out. Or one. I laid a sirloin out so they could thaw out. Cooked that sirloin. And <laughs> I didn't... I wanted a little more than just... Cause, you know, it's a sirloin. Yeah. That's what it is. I wanted a little more. So... I had a frozen pot pie nice. in the freezer, those banquet ones or whatever. Yeah. I popped that bad boy in the microwave, got it ready. That was my side. <laughs> I had a piece of steak and a chicken pot pie for a side. Man, that's America right that there. Pretty damn good dinner, I Hell thought. Hell yeah. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. Yeah, because it was just one of those little ones, plus, you know, it's vegetables you know, you, in you there. You don't have to make, yeah, you, you don't have to make a vegetable. You don't have to make any rolls. It's all right there. It's all in yeah. one. Right It's a there. fucking package deal. Literally. I thought it was kind of uh, genius when I thought yeah. when I was looking. I'd yeah, it might that, be a new like, thing for you. Oh, that gives so me you some pop size. them in the microwave. You put them in the oven. That one I popped in the microwave because I forgot and my steak was already done. Yeah, and I didn't want to wait for the oven to warm up. So and how all that. roughly? I've never done it how, or in a long time. How long did you take in either one in the oven or microwave? Roughly, um, ballpark figure time wise. I think the microwave was like four minutes. Yeah, ain't bad. Something. Well, you know how I have to cut all my steak up before I start eating it. Usually. It's perfect timing. It, it worked out just By right. By the time you got it cut. I got you, my steak <laughs> cut. Beep. <laughs> there you go. And then you had enough time to let it cool by the time you're done with your steak. Yep. I put it, it on the plate, cut it so yeah. it would, so it air would uh, air out, out a little bit. Out of there. Worked out pretty good. 
Yeah. Then yesterday, I was, uh, I was, had steak again. I'm just going nice. to say that. <laughs> nice. I had, uh, went to Cork and Cleavers. Damn it. Hadn't been there in a couple of years, actually. And just, just another birthday steak, because I wanted steak. So, went there for a little late birthday dinner. Yeah. And it was really good. I got a ribeye baked potato. Yeah. It's pretty tasty. It's good as, good as shit. Hell yeah. You I mean, you freaking pay for it there, but... Yeah. But it's, it was really good. And I think, well... Here tonight, we just talked, mentioned it. We're going to have some jail bacon sandwiches. Yep. I will say, since I didn't say what I had at Carriage Inn, I got a, the, as I talk about all the time, and I got a good one, ham and cheese there. Swiss cheese, <clears throat> toasted, David sliced smoked ham. Next Money. time, next time I'm at Carriage, that's what I'm getting. I've heard yeah. about this damn thing, and I uh -huh. want it. And I was going to get it. Yeah, you were almost there. I, I thought about it. But then I seen that damn German baloney on the menu, and that gets me. It gets me every yep. time. Shalyn got the catfish special, which is good. I ate the last one, those fillets in the fridge. I, you know, I hate to see it go to waste, and I didn't really feel like eating peanut butter and jelly again uh, <laughs> today. So, uh, which I did three days last week for lunch, you know, slumming it. Like I said, it humbles you. Um, Neil got the fettuccine Alfredo. It looked fire, too. I mean, yeah, it did look good. Yeah. I wasn't expecting the pasta to even look that good. Yeah. But it did. So. Kind of hard to fuck up pasta. I'm sure people do it all the time, but. Care Jen gets about to eat if you're ever in Hopstop. They don't open until. They're closed on Sundays. And they don't open until 4 Saturday. But. And they're closed Mondays. But they, they're open for lunch every other day of the week. Yeah. Monday, or Tuesday through Friday. So. Good lunch specials, too. I think Thursdays, uh, fried chicken day, you get like a. I think you get quarter chicken and two sides for like 8 bucks. I think. Yeah, it's a pretty good price. So. Hell, I think mine was, and I had, what, four? Three or four? Two Drinks. dozen Sprites. Yeah. Plus my food, and I think my bill was just $26 or something like that. That ain't bad. So. W wasn't bad at all. <clears throat> of course, some people might think that German bologna is slumming it, too. Meh. Some people don't like bologna. Pretty good. I'm going to so. eat that shit, though. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I think that wraps up our segment there. And I'm getting hungry after all that shit. I always do. So. Yeah, after, after we talk about it, it's time for food. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that uh, that's going to wrap up episode 110. Yeah, 110. Uh, sports World Cadre Track. And I uh, guess we'll try to keep pumping these out for you guys to see who we get next week. Thanks for so, everybody uh, listening. Yeah. Thanks for... Hitting the like button on our stuff, on our page. Yeah, and the follows. Talking to us, yeah. following us. Yeah, so. And we it, might have something coming up in the spring. Yeah. yeah. A little early, but we proposed it. It was proposed yesterday. Yeah, we'll have a, should have a little event. Yeah. If you want to call, call it, it that. We'll call it an event. Coming up in the spring of next year. Yeah. I know y'all are just on pins and needles waiting yeah. <laughs> to see what it's going to be. I shouldn't be. have said anything. <laughs> Anyways, oh, you, you'll get questioned. Yeah, that's okay. All right. Well, I think I'm done. And I'm done, but I know you might have something. 
just a couple last words. What do you got? Peace, Peace out, out, motherfuckers. motherfuckers.